I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. When last we left our coterie, the prince had just decided to not have Coco brutally murdered as an example. A decision she hopes to not regret come January at the next mandatory Elysium. This leaves the sheriff and Coco up on the stage as Jimmy and Art have a quick conversation with an invisible Missy listening in, coming in about halfway or so into it after Carol had told Jimmy to tell Art that his boon would be forgiven if he gave the girl to her. The three of you in the crowd, is there any conversation that you want to have quickly before Coco is released from being on stage? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I am not interested in talking. I can imagine you're very upset right now. Uh, Coco, the sheriff begins to move towards you and off of the little stage. How are you feeling right now? I mean, like, beat up, happy to still be alive, but... I gotta find my vampire daddy, so that's fucking cool. And I'm still basically on probation, so not much better. Thanks for asking. The sheriff, as he walks by, will stink eye you very hard. And then go down the steps and into the crowd. Yeah, okay, cool. Fine. Figured. Whatever. And then you are free to stop being displayed like a like a piece of meat, basically. Well, I'm going to try as classy as I can to walk down the steps with my head held high to go talk to my friends. Sure. You'll get down into the crowd of people, start making your way through them, and as somebody moves out of your way, you'll see that standing behind them was Carol. Carol Jackson, and she has a wine flute in her hand full of a dark red liquid. I will graciously take it. Thank you. She gives you a smile. She's a little taken aback by your forwardness. Maybe not even intending for that glass of wine to be yours, but now here we are. Well, not wine, but, you know, blood. Is this safe? You know, they the guys, they told me that it's safe here. Is this safe? I really need a drink right now. She'll give you a smile. Of course, there is no no ill will towards fellow kindred at Elysium. We are guaranteed to come and go safely. How are you feeling? A little sore. That guy, like, he tried to beat me up. Well... He is a brouhather like that. Like, I can heal if I drink this, right? 
that it's like the movies. I didn't learn that part yet. I'm sorry. She gives a, a big smile and looks over in the direction where Art spoke up from. He says, well, we'll see how your adopted sire handles things. But when he fails you, you can always come back to me. So she speaks her little phrase about Art. And you hear it, like it comes through, but you hear almost like a double speak. Almost as if the sounds that you are hearing are not matching with what her lips are saying. And what you hear in your mind is something along the lines of, he's going to take advantage of you. I am your only hope for being safe. And you feel it being pressed into your psyche, into your mind, as she's continuing the conversation. Do you have anything you you say as you feel this, or do you just stand there processing for a moment? I'm going to take a sip out of that uh, champagne flute. It tastes delicious, but not as good as you remember Ricky tasting. The temperature is a little off. It's not quite flat soda, but it's starting to go maybe a little watered down, but, you know, it's still an ice-cold Pepsi. Delicious. You will see a figure come up behind her wearing, for what Coco would probably recognize it as, is something along monk robes. They are rather plain and androgynous looking. Shaved head, pale skin, as most of the people here have, given as they are the undead. But they come up behind Carol as she is speaking and stands there for a moment while you take your sip. They then clear their throat, not that that is something that vampires need to do, but simply to announce their presence. Carol turns to form a little triangle of conversation with you. Ah, Keeper, it was so good to have you come by. This is Coco. She may want to know some of the rules around here. I was just taking my leave and unless you say anything she is going to walk off uh no i'll just reach my hand out for a handshake before she goes maybe a kiss on the cheek if she'll let me she will give you a very it's in public i should be nice handshake but does not do the whole happy happy kiss on the cheek thing sweet. I don't let my, you know, disappointment at that show just, yeah. This person that has joined you watches them walk away before turning their attention to you. They give you a small head bow and say, I am the keeper of Elysium. I am here to ensure that the rules are followed and that it is a safe place in addition to maintaining all of the aspects that allow these evenings and gatherings to go on. If there is anything you need, do not hesitate to ask. It is my duty to ensure that everyone can come and go safely and that no disciplines are used or that no rules are broken. Well, thank you, and it's a pleasure to meet you, Keeper. 
welcome to our society, as short a time as it may be for you. They fold their arms into opposing sleeves, give you another small head bow, and turn and walk off. This is fucking weird. Fucking kill you tomorrow. Good night. Good night, Coco. I'll fucking kill you tomorrow. I'll probably kill you tomorrow. (laughs) The three of you, you saw Coco uh, exit the stage and then enter into the crowd. Are you guys doing anything or are you waiting for her to find you? I'll give her a little bit and if she does not appear, I'm going to go find her. What about the other two? Missy will probably go find Raven. Uh... Jimmy will stick with art. That sounded conspiratorial. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't like that art went against Carol's wishes. He needs to make sure that art doesn't do it again. As people begin to move, Missy, you will find Raven coming towards you, specifically the the area where you just came from. Are you maintaining invisibility, or are you going to break it? I'll break it. She stops. She's like, oh, hey, uh, I was actually on my way to go talk to Art. You want to come with? <sighs> it's a work thing. I don't... It'll be just like two seconds. Fine. 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 Let's go follow Art. Gotta go check on the new pet. She gets a little bit of a, a smirk at that. Not a fan of uh, Coco, are you? Uh, she seems a little high maintenance. A lot of training needs to be done. But, I mean, I don't have to do it, so whatever. Well, we all had somebody that had to teach us. Uh, I guess eventually we all have somebody that teaches us. or I mean, some people learn the hard way, don't they? How much of your backstory does she know? Not a lot. Okay. So she does not know that you were kind of not taught anything. She just thinks I'm naturally gifted. So she'll stop for a second and put a hand on your, just on your shoulder just to get your attention to stop walking. Like, you weren't taught by your sire? I'm just saying that not everybody has, you know, a sire that stays around and shows them all the ropes. I mean, doesn't happen for everybody. There's a look of pity, sympathy, concern that crosses her face for a second. It's like, oh, I, I guess I never really thought about that. It's usually not your your clan that does that kind of thing. What kind of thing? Just like drain and ditch. I guess it depends on their particular passion at the moment. So I, 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 I don't. You didn't need to talk to Art. Let's go find Art. And then she goes off with you to to go find Art. Assuming you go with. Mm-hmm. Art, Missy, and Raven come through the crowd to meet the two of you standing there conspiratorially. And those Fratu should not be this popular. Raven goes into her bag and pulls out a cell phone 
and comes to stand next to you, Art, so as to show you the screen. It's like, okay, so this right here is, and she'll open up an app. It'll be a more or less like a where's my iPhone app. However, she'll continue to explain. This is attached to her ankle bracelet so that you can know where she is. Oh, look at that. But I don't have to wear this anymore. This It comes off. There's a pregnant pause. Well, um, let me get a hold of the boss, and I will see if that's true. Let us just say for the time being, you are on the secret probation. Fucking double secret probation? No, that's not a thing. No, it's not a thing. This is so, because this is not a secret. You are on double probation. You are on double probation because I am now on probation, which means that I am responsible for you. Which also means that if you fuck it up, my head is also on the chopping block. Raven nods in agreement. Yeah, cool. Totally get that. Like, but I'm, I'm, I'm so cool. Like, you know this. That's why you stuck up for me. Come on, man. Take it the fuck off. He stuck up for you because he didn't want you to go to Carol. I don't know what you're talking about. I have faith that Coco will be a great addition to the society of which we are all members. Yeah, and Carol was going to teach her the ways. Carol was going to teach her Carol's ways. If anyone's looking at me, my lips are just like pursed and rubbing. Back and forth against one another. Uh, Coco, please understand. Uh, the lowjack is not my preference, but it is the sheriff's preference, and he takes precedence over the preferences of this little Nosferatu. Okay, cool, but that guy's just a dick. Like, that's it. Like, he, he's got a hard on for, like, power or something. He's just a dick. We can take it off. Um, Raven shifts her weight and crosses her arms at you. Uh, You know what, Coco, just look. Raven will go see if it's supposed to come off. If it's supposed to come off, she'll come back and take it off. If not, I guess you're going to have to learn how to live with it. Because I don't think you have much of a choice. And you might want to stop, you know, saying stuff about other people here. And she's going to kind of behind Raven, kind of eyeball or nod towards her. Because it might get back to them. I apologize. It's just been a stressful evening. Um, sorry. She uncrosses her arms and holds out one of her hands. May I have your phone? Yeah. She goes into the contacts and adds a number to it and hands it back to you. The, uh, the contact name is just it's I-C-E for in case uh, emergency. That number will connect you to me, and then we can figure out what kind of emergency you're in. This is, well, it's, it's for an emergency, so don't abuse it. Okay, thank you. I promise I won't. 
but we could, you know, be really so much better friends if you would take this thing off. She just gives you a fanged smile and looks the art. If she needs papers, you know how to get a hold of me. Ah, uh, yes, I do. It um we will get the pedigree papers uh situated in the next couple of days. And then she looks back to Missy, it's like, Can we grab something to eat? Or someone. And her eyes get kinda like, Yeah. Yeah. She'll nod her head and, and uh lean in and go, I told you, high maintenance. She gives a, a big smile. I'm going to go get high. You want to come? Yeah, she nods and she'll wave to Art and Jimbo. Go off. She takes you off into the crowd to find a table with some drugs and then some mortals to do some drugs. Woohoo. Leaving the three of you there standing around. I just watched them go sad and dejected. I want to get high. This fucking sucks. Yes, but once we find your wayward sire, it will get better. Also, um, you did finish your meeting, which means you could feed on someone. And a mortal who has gotten high, you will consume some of it. So uh, Jimmy tries to put his arm around Coco. No. Totally allowing herself to like go with Jimmy. That's like a genius idea. Let's go find a mortal to nom. Art puts a stop to that. No, I do not think so. Rude. You can come too. More the merrier. No, I do not think so. I mean, look at her. She just said she had a really stressful Elysium. Let her have a break. I deserve this. I deserve it. She does. You will understand later that what I am doing now is for your own good. God, I can't believe I said that. (laughs) Fucking God, you're not my dad. Stop. You have my ankle monitor in your pocket. I promise I won't leave. Because I have your leash does not mean that you are not going to get into trouble. This is Elysium. I told you before, everything here is a trap. And he looks directly at Jimmy. Jimmy has a sheepish grin. Yeah, Jimmy's cool. We'll be we'll be fine. It's cool. Do you not trust me to help take care of her? I do not. You had her feed on you. Yeah, so we're best buds now. Yeah, and I like know not to do that again. While you may know not to do it. I do not believe that you won't. So then Papa Art, come and babysit us so she doesn't. <sighs> Fine. All right, Coco, let's go find you a snack. Is there anything that Missy wants to talk to Raven about? As the two of you go over and... There's a table full of drugs. There are a few mortals hanging around that are waiting to partake of them and then presumably be fed upon. She chooses a a good-looking guy. He's muscular, works out somewhere. It says Steve on his name tag and some other information. 
and then she looks at the table full of drugs and points to a pile of white powder. And he smiles, and then he begins to do a line or two of coke. Hey, so, Raven, I know they they took uh, Coco up for some meeting. Who who did she meet with, exactly? Like, Oh, it was uh, the prince, and the sheriff was in there, and one of the barons, I think the, the Tremere guy. She met with the prince? Like, why would she want to see her? She looks around, it's like, well... I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been a couple of things that have been going on down in your neck of the woods. I mean, things that attract that kind of attention from those people? Well, there's been, like, five bodies that have shown up. Yeah? Yeah, well, that's a lot for a month. So I guess she just wanted to interview her or whatever to see if she knew anything. Maybe she does. I don't know. Doubt she knows anything. She shrugs and looks to her man who is finishing up doing his lines of coke and is leaning back and letting it process into his system. The She is also the prince, so she could do kind of whatever she wants. Well, I understand that, but I mean, I've not been in a meeting with, with the prince. I mean, it's it, why does she want to talk to her? Like, she's a nobody. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's because she wasn't embraced with permission or whatever. Maybe she wants to know who did it. Maybe she knows something of who did it. I don't understand why the person that gets the that becomes the kindred gets the blame for stuff like that when it's obviously the person that caused it to happen. It should be the one that they should be hunting. I don't know why she gets smacked around for something she had no control over. Missio then kind of clamp up real fast, like. She sits there for a minute and thinks about, it. like, well, I'm sure when, if you find her sire, that that'll answer a lot of questions. What happens to him when we when when he's found? Oh, I imagine probably the final death. Oh. Probably, maybe you know, some torture and stuff. Maybe. Maybe somebody will get to eat them. Hmm. But I haven't talked with the big man yet. He's obviously been a little busy, so I don't know if he's got things for me to look into or any details. If you want, I can, when we meet up for that party, I can give you some more information. Sure. I mean, you know, if we end up finding him first, you know, and we end up taking care of him, is that a problem? I mean kind of clean up our own mess. Maybe that way it looks like our neck of the woods isn't so bad. I am sure that the prince would be very happy if you were able to clean up all of this mess. And if this person was, I don't know, responsible for, what is it, five or six deaths in your area now? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they would well, be very happy for that. I'm sure Art can find them. Just make sure you bring some proof or something that it's been taken care of. Okay. She looks to you and then she bites at her lip a little bit and looks to the guy on the couch She's like, you want to split him? Oh, no, you, you go ahead. She walks around the little couch behind him where his head is leaned back and she pushes his head to the one side. It's like, you sure? 
Yeah, the not really my um, drug of choice. She motions to the table and to the people around. Like, there's plenty more to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, later. Sure. And then she leans down and bites into his neck. The three of you, are you going to go find a little bite for Coco? That was the plan. I imagine it's set up like a buffet where there are, instead of tables, little areas of drugs with some couches around them and some mortals standing around looking anxious and excited. Really into the idea of somebody taking a little bite and getting a little high. If you look down the row, you will see Raven feeding on some dude and Missy standing around, probably looking a little awkward. So, uh, Jimmy, can... Is it like the movies? Like, will these bruises and stuff go away if I, like, feed on somebody? Uh, well, yeah, sort of. You remember the, um, that time I taught you how to get your blood pumping through your veins sort of thing to make you feel or look alive? There's something similar to that where you kind of force the blood back to those bruises to like, and then the body does its own thing to heal it sort of thing, I think. I don't really know the technical details, but yeah, you just kind of think of the bruise and look at it and focus on it and it kind of just heals itself. Now, sometimes when you do that, it makes you hungry because, well. Okay. I, I, all right. I'm going to try that. Can I try that? Two outside observers, they will see Coco's nose start to shift back into its more natural position. The bruise on her jaw fades and disappears. Not really a bruise, but the, the dent from being punched in the face. Coco, it's, I don't know, probably weird to feel your flesh moving on its own and not like your hands and arms and legs moving, but like your nose moving and some of your teeth and your jaw coming back into alignment. And then there's this nagging in the pit of your stomach in the center of your chest that really makes you stand up and take notice of how delicious all of the blood around you smells. I just kind of exhale. There it is. Do I look better? You look brand new. Oh, except you still got like a little bit of a cut. Like your your lips a little cut still. Ew, hold on. And just like that, you can feel the skin of your lip reach out across the cut to the other side and start to pull itself back together. And that nagging incessant need that is within you and has begun to awaken becomes more urgent clawing at you wanting wanting something wanting blood alright guys let's fucking party that's the spirit let's go pick your um dish Jimmy waves to all the people and then you pick their poison and points towards the drugs it's all poison. So I want to find someone that is like having a good time. That's like really dancing 
and like clearly on something like fast and fun. And I want to hang out with them and eat them. So you mosey out into the, the more mingly area away from the drug buffet to find someone? Or- I mean, if there's someone hanging around here that's clearly like up and dancing and on, you know what I mean? Then, yeah. You could probably find someone. At worst, you can ask one of the mortals to go party dance with you. And they will totally be down and they will get high on whatever you want. Yeah. Ready to rage, man. Like, feel good and I'm hungry. So, there's music. It's a party. That's kind of where I'm going. Do you pick a man or a woman? Uh, A woman, because they always have more fun. You can pick this nice young lady. They have some of those glow stick things around their necks. They have a little a pacifier on a string around their neck. Some candy bracelets, just totally into the scene. And she gets really excited when she sees you come over and you guys dance for a little bit. And do you just bite her right there on the dance floor or do you take her off to the side? First, I would kind of be checking out my surroundings just to see if other people were, you know, eating like right in the middle of the dance floor or if it was kind of faux pas. And if I saw somebody else do it, then, yeah, I definitely would. Yeah, there's probably people that are. Well, I wouldn't say that they are dancing, but maybe they were dancing and then it turned into feeding. It's a little hard to to keep moving when you get fangs in your neck. I mean, you slow down for a second. It can be done. Dancing is done all kinds of different ways. It's true. There is no wrong way to dance. Do you ask if she's on anything or do you just, Oh no, I assume I probably, can I even smell it on her? Like I'm a good judge. Remember I'm like practically a drug dealer anyway. I mean, that's what got you into this whole mess in the first place. You know the signs, you know, between the pacifier and the candy bracelets and some of the other things that she is wearing that she definitely does something and presumably is already high in some way. You want to you want to wrist, you want to just go for her neck or you want to. No, I'll definitely um, start with her neck. So you get in close, your head gets a little close to hers. She smiles and she tilts her head to the side. She knows what's coming. And then you feel your fangs extend and bite. And her blood begins to flow. And it is delicious. It tastes like Pop Rocks and soda. It is wonderful. Way better than what you were drinking out of the wine flute that you took from Carol earlier. How much blood are you looking to take from her? Only a little bit because I'm scared of, you know, like, not being able to say no. Sure. And it feels great. And as you pull your fangs out and step back, she collapses into you a little bit. Blood still pouring from the four holes on her neck. Um, I'll just lick her whole neck, like all tongue. Good. Do you just hold her or do you do something with her as she's leaning on you for support? Well, I imagine that 
I probably feel really good because that's the only time I'm allowed to feel like high, right? It is coming on. It is something that you have not felt in several days. And I am going to stand as much of a dance gently as I can with this poor sleepy toddler for a minute. Just high school prom, slow dance. You can keep having fun, then that's what I'm doing. While you're babysitting your new friend. Wants to stay with Art and then also watch on Coco to make sure she doesn't do anything crazy. Art is just observing. He is not happy right now. I don't think Art is ever happy. He is especially unhappy right now. Missy, you saw Art and Jimmy and Coco come over towards the little buffet, and then Coco went off somewhere, but the other two of them are standing there. If you want to talk to them, or you can wait and hang out with Raven and make small talk after she has done eating this dude. No, I'll move over to uh, Art and Jimmy and uh, have a conversation with them. So, uh, Jimmy. Yes? I guess our I guess we're kind of in in trouble, and that's why they're like on Coco uh uh with this whole thing, the the tracking and everything because our area is a problem. Art, do you know about this? A little bit because we have had so many disappearances, mostly of dealers of drugs in the past weeks. And, of course, Aaron Walter's not doing anything about it, which means it falls upon us. So, like, I guess five bodies, right? Five? Hmm. Five. Five. They're saying five. Five bodies found in the last month. But here's the thing, right? If we find Coco Sire and we take care of him and show proof that we took care of him or her whatever, then that's going to go a long way to get us back in good graces. So we just have to find the sire and get rid of him. Five. There should only be three. But yes, I agree. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I can ask Raven what the five, what? I mean, there should only be three. There should be zero. What? Sorry, there should be zero, but no, because there was, um, <sighs> let me remember. There was the one in the mall. Yeah, but we know who did that one. Yes, but that's that got reported to Mr. Fish. And then there was the one where Coco was embraced. And that was reported to Mr. Fish. And then there was the 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 priest guy, wasn't there? And that got reported as well, I thought. Well, there's two more. Yeah. That... Jimmy looks to see if Raven is still in the booth. She's around if you want to talk to her. No, I mean, I can I can ask. I can talk to Raven and find out. Yeah, that, that'd be great, actually, because I only know of those three. I don't know what other two would be talking about. But you're missing my point. My point is, we just have to find Coco's 
sire, and then we can look good, right? That's got to count for something. Nice. It, it will count for it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, don't be too enthusiastic, Jimbo. I'm just trying to help out since you're going to get in trouble if this continues. I've already gotten in trouble. But yes, I'll get in more. Who who are you in trouble with? Who do you think he's in trouble with? Oh, no. Trouble in paradise. I wouldn't call Baron Walter paradise. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, what'd you tell them you'd do to fix it or to, to... I told them I'm looking into it. And what would that it be? Well, first, I was going to get my car working so I could drive around and do patrols. Patrols, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should probably actually do more investigating into it now that you mention it. I mean, you have all this... I mean, you have this... Oh, I can't believe I'm saying it, but Carol knows people. Carol knows things. She can get information. Why aren't you, like, using her to find stuff out? Because she's busy already. I don't want to trouble her with... Then what's the point of hanging out with her if you can't use her in some way? I'm sorry. Am I am I supposed to hang around with you so I can use you? I mean, pretty much what coteries are, aren't they? Just people that hang out together that use each other. No? Is that wrong? It is crude. And I would like to think our coterie would not go that direction. But at its most base, yes, we are solitary hunters who have bound together to use each other's assets as they see fit in order to maintain the unlives of which we have chosen. And yes, yes, you do use me, Jimbo, because we've used Calvin multiple times to solve some problems and some issues, and he has helped us get us out of jams. So, yeah, I want you to go use Carol. I mean, using Calvin isn't using you. You're using him through me. You are borrowing her hammer. Now, you see, Missy, the difference here is that Cal is the hammer for you. So when he borrows Cal, he is borrowing your tool. Here, Jimmy is the tool. He cannot borrow Carol, who is the craftsman in this case. All right. Well, I'm going to go back over there with Raven. She looks like she's almost done. Um, all right. I'll find out about these other two bodies, and then we'll talk some more later. All right. I will make some notes, and then it is one of the many things I will research later. She'll walk back over towards Raven. She is sitting on the couch next to this dude who is asked out. She just has a, a smile on her face and a little bit of blood off the side of her mouth. Just head back, enjoying. So, I guess it was uh, good. Oh yeah, no, this is the, I mean, it kind of sucks that this is how we have to go about it, but man, it's so much better. Hey, um, so you were saying earlier about five bodies in our area, um, do you, do you know like who they were or like anything about them or where they were found or anything? Oh, uh, 
she holds up a, a hand and extends a finger. There was the, the priest guy. There was a drug dealer. There was some dude in your mall. And then there were these two people at a, a karaoke bar, I think it was. That was like, I don't know, just the other night. Hmm. Why? Is there more? No, 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 no. It's just, you know, if, if we're going to try to figure out what's going on, I figured I'd get the info. You know, Art's always talking about you have to have the info so you can understand and context and lead it trails and info. Ugh. I don't know. He goes on and on. I don't know. I have to listen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it'd be good to to get it cleaned up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, and they just think that, like, all bodies are, like, the same person that, that, sorry, Coco then? Is that what the, the general? Oh. Huh? But huh? all they know is that there's been a lot of dead people in a short period of time under questionable circumstances. Yeah. Really should clean up after yourself. Should, should keeps us all safe. But I mean, it's not like a you know, they're just like drug dealers or just homeless drug addicts. I mean, it's not like anybody's really gonna dig into their death or anything. So it's not like a big deal, right? Well, Donnie's pretty pissed about the one guy. Donnie is pissed about what one guy? Oh, one of the drug dealers that died in some alleyway or whatever. Oh. Actually kind of died similar to the the priest dude. Oh. Huh. Yeah, you should find him and figure out what he wants, because, I don't know, he mad. Yeah, no, we'll talk to to Donnie and see what's, uh, what's going on, why he's mad. But you know what? It's a party. Let's stop talking about this. It sure is. He's still good for more if you change your mind. Yeah, no, no. I I had something when I got here. She just gives you a thumbs up. Missy's going to pull out her phone and text Art everything that Ravens told her. Sure. While you're texting, Coco will finish supporting her, her sleepy friend. Uh, and she starts to be able to stand up and not quite dance, but move on her own power. You just gonna abandon her, or you want to do anything else? Yeah, I am gonna keep dancing. Maybe eyeball up another little snack. I mean, because this is fun. Sure, you just find somebody else and have a a little. Uh, a little dance and snack, a little meet and greet. Exact same situation. You know, same type of person on that same dance vibe. You know, I'm trying to dance all my sorrows away because it's been a rough time and then drug. And it'll get better. It'll be fine. This will be fine. You're going to see a very odd sight. There is one of those Walmart scooters that is pushing its way through the crowd in your direction with the large man riding atop it. 
and the man that you saw sleeping on a dog bed coming behind it. Ew. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not doing anything unless he's, like, trying to touch me or talk to me, because that thing is gross. He indeed is gross. And Jimmy and Art will see Baron Walter puttering his way across the floor. Does the Baron seem to be going a certain direction or trying to intercept someone? He seems to be heading straight for you. I'm nice. Art is going to regrettably step onto the dance floor and sidle over next to Coco. Uh, hey, Art. You looked very comfortable on the dance floor. Uh, yeah, I feel a little better and more in my elements, um, you know. This is not my scene, but I will say this. Do be careful not to make them all jealous of you. It causes problems when they fight for your attentions, you know? Ew. Ew, bro. (laughs) More like older cousin. Anyway, it seems the Baron wishes to have a small chat, and I would like to talk to you at length in the future about some ideas I have for Mole. Okay. Like, cool. Whatever. Well, it may well be very cool. We will see. Can we maybe, you don't want to do that here, not like in the middle of the dance floor, do you? Because, you know, I was trying to find somebody else to dance with. I realize that. And after this meeting with Baron Walter, which, yes, I would like to be off the dance floor about, I will let you return to your celebrations. Okay, cool. Thanks, Dad. Huh. Just you wait. It's around this time that Baron Walter putters his way over to you and says, follow me, and waves for you to fall in line behind him. I look at Art first. I will be right next to you this whole time. And then I just follow. He drives up towards Jimmy, pauses for a moment in front of Jimmy, looking around for something. He says, get the get the other one. Come. He starts to putter off towards the side where there are some rooms that you can go into. Alright, well, Jimmy will go get uh, Missy, and then head to the rooms. Uh, Jimmy does know where Missy is, right? Because same spot with Raven. Yeah, she was right over next to Raven having a little conversation, a few little buffet tables down. All right. Yeah, so Jimmy will then go up to Missy, go, Hey, Missy, uh, Walter wants to see us. What? It's, it's a party. Why do we have to go talk to him? Uh, Because he's our boss. He's your boss. Yes, he is my boss. Let's Let's go. All right, fine. Be right back. She doesn't respond. What? You said be right back, and she says, and she does not respond. She just continues to sit there. The moped is slow, and it trundles along 
the wall until Roach gets ahead of him, opens the door, and you guys are taken inside to a side hallway. And he looks at the four of you, and three of you have dealt with Walter before, and you can tell that he is not happy. He looks at you, and then eyes rests on Coco. Just gives her a stare. That's fine. I bet he smells, even though, like, I know the undead do not smell. I'm sure he stinks. He stinks. He can see, like, my whole stink face, because all that is nasty. He is kind of nasty, yes. Well, this is a fine mess you've all gotten us into. There are five dead bodies in our territory, and you, and he points to Jimmy, said you were going to take care of it. What five? I know of three. Texas phone. Doesn't say anything. You know that stupid bar you like to go to? You sing your stupid songs. Uh, Jimmy looks confused. Yeah? There's two there two nights ago. Um, okay. The sheriff already knows about it because there was an alarm sounded. The police that showed up took pictures and took care of it and cleaned it up. So, being filed as a robbery. Yeah, the pictures are pretty nasty. They showed me. They thought that I did it. That's why I got beat up. He looks at you. He has not seen you beat up, and obviously you are no longer looking beat up. And he just sits there and looks. Not convinced it wasn't you. Losing your shit, not knowing what you're doing. Okay, but like, the prince knows. She's convinced. We obviously discussed it. It is fine, my baron. I will make personally sure she knows all of the rules and regulations for residing within your august domain. It's another mouth to feed, and we already don't have much territory as it is. Well, as I have discussed with you before, I have some plans for that, if only you will sign off on them. He gives you a squinty, beady eye look. Like you're calling him out in front of people that you shouldn't be calling him out. Well, he probably thinks you shouldn't be calling him out at all, but if your plans were any good, we could we could talk. But He fiddles with a control and starts to back the scooter up. Isn't over. We're going to get this sorted out. You're going to get this sorted out or else have you sent off somewhere else. Get you banished out of the city. Of course, my baron. We will we will take care of this problem under your direction. His ghoul opens the door and he with a slow, steady beeping sound beeps the Walmart cart up and out of this little side hallway. Leaving the four of you here alone. What the fuck is that thing? That is one of the rolly carts that you get at the um at the at the department store. You know what I'm saying. 
I do know what you are saying. I know exactly what you are saying. You see, I put a new battery in it, but at the same time, I put one of my little handshakes in there, so I always know when he's coming around, which is why I'm surprised when they checked my, my phone and I saw that there is a signal here. Usually, he does not come to the Elysium. I think he had a very pointed invitation. But yes, that is that is our patron. That is the reason why we have the mole as our domain. Yeah, yeah. Coco's met him before. Wait, I did. Well, it is easy to forget. He is so he he is so forgettable. He is incognito all the time. All right, I'm, I'm more. So the two people at the karaoke bar they when i left them they were alive yeah i know the prince knows too i told her that they didn't believe me at first because i told you the sheriff is a super jerk yes Vinny can be uh, a little rough at times his name is Vinny. that is so like I don't know, like, perfect. <laughs> yes, it is. Full name is Vincent Pescato, which is why we call him Vinny the Fish. Okay, that's hilarious. Yeah, he's, like, perfect for security, right? Just because he's got a nickname. <laughs> I suppose he does. So tell me of these two people at the singing bar. How did they die? Well, I don't know how they died, but uh, when I left them, the man was inside the bar um, on the stage. And then I forgetted him. And then Coco here made the bartender. She ran out the back door, so I chased them to make sure that she would forget. I did a little bit more feeding on her and then made her forget. And we just booked it out of there. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So so what you're telling me is that you very nearly risked a masquerade breach in order to to feed and then wipe their memories and then run away. The police were on the way. Police were on the way. All right. Now, Coco, you said you saw pictures and they were dead? Uh, yeah. And... The sheriff thought that it was me. He tried to beat me up over it. It was very, very shitty. Why did he think it was you? I guess because I'm new in town. And, oh, remember you said that, um, like, Raven could take my my teeth impressions and make them into... A, a mouth, and I think that that's probably what happened there. Actually, thinking about it, yeah, that's definitely, definitely what happened. That fucking bitch. So you are saying that it was bite like like you you have on both of these people. Yes, that's exactly what I just said. Yeah, keep up. Unless it was your sire. Unless it was her sire. Which means that you have been followed. Well, that should make it easier to catch my vampire daddy, right? You would think. 
but I think this one has been keeping one step ahead of Camarilla for many years. There are really only two people in the singing bar. Why do we even go there? Oh, there was another seven, but they left. Because it was closing time. Last call. And they all left, but I wanted to keep singing. And that's what started the fight. Uh, yeah, the guy didn't told me to stop, and I didn't want to. I got a little angry and took a snack. That is the second time you have started Bar Brawl. Only this time I did not know about this one so I could clean it up. At least I have the crown jewel debacle cleaned up. No thanks to you. I was having fun. So, I mean, like, Jimmy's a good singer. Like, I didn't even know how good until recently. And, I mean... Jimmy is bad influence. Very bad. If you're really worried, just put a couple handshakes in the bar. I go every once a month or so. Yes, I will have to do that. Especially if it is scene of crime. Do you remember seeing any surveillance cameras there? Anything watching till maybe maybe entrance? Maybe big? Well, I um don't typically look for cameras, so I, I don't know. You're telling me you, who loves to do own hair, does not look for cameras or other excuse to look itself in the screen? Um... If the camera's pointing at me, I can't look at the screen at the same time. Yes, but if camera is looking at you, then you can go for for a best pose and let everybody who is watching camera fall in love with you. Jimbo, I know this is what you do. I've seen you do it to my cameras. Well, I just know how much you miss me, so I want to show you my best. That is only because I am not trying to aim yet. My point being is if they already have cameras on site, then we can go check cameras night of murder, night when you both were there, and see who our culprit is. This is very simple. I am surprised that Sheriff has not already done it. Good point. I have them once in a while. Don't know what we do without you, Art. I don't know what you would do either. Um, I'm still a little hungry, and I was having fun at the uh, party. Are are we done now? Like, is this is this like curfew? You guys, it's very depressing. <sighs> Fine, go. Do not drink one dry. You will always feel that little bit of hunger because we do not kill. Killing brings trouble, as you have just seen. Okay, love you, bye. Mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to do? There is one thing Art was going to do, but as the night has worn on and these revelations have revolved themselves... He is pointedly not going to do this thing just yet. He is holding it in back pocket for now. Sure. Anybody else? Jimmy kind of wants to talk to Elizabeth. See if she's around. She's somewhere. If you want to go talk to her, it'll just take you a, a minute or two to locate her. 
Yeah, except he doesn't know how to ask if she has four fangs. That is a question that that I don't think I can help you answer. Yeah, so when Jimmy sees Elizabeth, he'll know that might be good enough. Because he doesn't know how to breach the question. You will see, as Missy saw earlier, that she is wearing big, dark sunglasses. Right. And, uh, Gangrel, when they've recently, what, fear, what is it? Frenzied? Yeah, when they frenzy, they pick up animalistic qualities. Hmm. And how long would that last? Like a week or days? Unless it's a particularly drastic frenzy, it usually goes by, goes away by the next night. Which you could assume that this means that she frenzied last night. Interesting. Jimmy has no idea how to ask her if she met Cheshire. So he's not going to ask that either. Just going to stand there looking like you're awkwardly trying to think about how to ask her to dance and leave her be. Uh, it sounds about right. Good to close out Elysium then? Yeah, I am. Yes, I think so. Get me out of this hole of hill. What time do you guys think it is? You think it's like midnight-ish, or you think it's... Oh, that's so early, they would have to drag. I think it would be closer to two in the morning, because Prince seems like kind of person to have announcement at stroke of midnight. Yeah, that seems extra. It can be like two o'clock-ish as you guys drag Coco off the dance floor. Coco, you've been dancing for a while, having little sips here and there, remembering to lick the wound because that's very important. You do not feel tired at all. No, duh. After hours. Come on. Where, where are we going? I am going back to Mole. Ew, uh, Jimmy, come on. No. Rudes. Yes, I am a very rude person, and you are still under my wing, so to speak. So as long as I have handle on leash, you are going when I tell you to. It is time to go home. Normally, Coco, I would side with you, but as you are technically arts fledgling, I don't got much say in this place is a prison on planet bullshit we'll look at it this way as soon as we kill your dear old sire we'll be able to take off ankle bracelet and you can go party as much as you want consider it homework love that for me but I'm going to be up for a while so cool do you have the limo take you back to the mall? Yes. Everybody piles into the limo and you begin driving home. Is everyone kind of silent on the way home or just idle chit-chat and conversation? I am brooding. Do not bother me. You need a rooftop to brood? I do not need a rooftop. I have top of mall when we get back. This is pre-brooding phase. We are tailgating the brood. Coco, I want to know, 
did you try and experiment on what drugs tasted best in people or what kind of person tasted best? Just want to know how that went. Um, I was kind of just looking for like uppers and stuff and well, like people having a good time, like really dancing and stuff, you know, like those types, um, for the most part, but I also chill and like, if it's going to be a long night and there's no after party, then, um, maybe if there would be somebody like around that, you know, that would be able to like slow me down, I would be down for that later too. Okay. And like a speaker, I need a speaker because I have some music on my phone. But like when when we get back to the mall, I'd like to maybe like put some music, some of my music on. That's cool. Yeah, the the boombox is free after the first hour of me waking up. Or I guess you wake up before me, so if you want to turn it on for the hour before, that's also fine. Um, is it Bluetooth? It's a boombox. Um. What's Bluetooth? Coco, do not speak of such advanced things to him. If it is not made by 1989, he does not know about it. Hey, Jimmy, it is like Walkman, but without wires. Oh, but then... Wouldn't that, like, degrade the sound or something? You would be surprised at how much technology has advanced since you were a day of hey. No, you gotta have the wires. Without the wires, it just doesn't make sense. Missy, while this conversation is going on, I picture you just leaning against the window, looking out at the city going past you. The moon catches your eyes, and it is full. And you look at it for a while. There's a connection you and your clan have with the moon. The moon having been blamed for any number of madness-inducing things, and being the clan of the moon or lunatics and luna coming from moon their conversation drowns out and you watch as the moon begins to turn red and then as if it were quickly advancing through its phases it turns to a little sliver of red moon which then rotates so that it is facing parallel with the horizon you watch as it opens into a fanged mouth that begins to vomit blood forward and as the blood is pouring down the surrounding lights and area fade away into grayness looking around nothing is moving what do you do look to the others in the limousine with me they are stock still in their conversation. Well, this isn't good. She says that out loud. This this isn't good. This is where she just is going to start talking to herself. This this isn't good. I'm sure. We were like this before. We were in an alley stuck, and now we're stuck in this. But nobody has white hair, so I don't know what that is. But how did we get out of the alley? I don't know. You start to hear sounds. It sounds like screaming and panic and a little bit of ecstasy almost. From outside of the limo. It's it's very distant. Open the limo door. Sure. Door opens just fine. 
step out of limo. Sure. You are out on the sidewalk as cars are paused in front of you. Little streaks of their taillights can be seen. And the um, moon still is in that same position that I just last saw it in. Yes, and it is still vomiting blood. And as your eyes look up to it and you follow the blood trail down, you're going to see a point of light pop into existence in the distance. It's in the same area where those sounds were coming from. Start walking towards it. As you start walking, another light pops into existence. Where is it? Same spot? New spot? Same spot. Two lights, same spot. Let's keep walking towards it. You'll see another spot. A light pop into existence. And then another. Do I know where this place is? This point in the city? Looking around. It's hard to tell because you are trying to guess off of two points of data. Like where the car was and where you're seeing these points of light. And looking around, you see several points of light all in one space. Back in the direction from where Elysium was. As you look down, you'll see that you are giving off a faint glow of light. Looking back at the limo, is there light from within it? No, not any more than what was in there when you were sitting in there. Even the roof light didn't come on when you opened the door. I'm sorry, this is me trying to catch up. So there's points of light where Elysium was, a bunch of points of light. Yes. And then... And I'm giving some off, but not in the the limo. And blood spilling from a red moon over where those points of lights are? Yes, where new points of light are coming into existence. I have a pretty good idea about what this is about, but now I need to figure out how to get out of this. She's going to keep walking towards the new points of light. As you get closer and closer, more points of light will pop into existence until you see, looks like, 15 or so of them. And as you are getting closer and closer, you will see that the moon is coming lower and lower and slightly shrinking in size. You will see that some of the other points of light from where Elysium was are also heading towards that big point of light where all of these new ones are coming in. And as you get closer and the moon is now At eye level, you can see that behind the smile of vomiting blood is the face of Cheshire. Mm -hmm. As it is illuminated by his teeth. And looking around, you will see several other Malkavians that you recognize from Elysium standing there glowing in light as there is a pile of 15 dots of light that begin to move. For the three of you, Missy has been very quiet and spacing out. Yeah, that's normal. Mischief, is everything all right? Art will reach over and tap her on the arm. Just like that, she is back. Uh, I think she's going to look really confused and a little scared. And she's going to look at Art and say, 
Art, I think maybe we made a really big mistake. She gives a, a big smile and looks over in the direction where Art spoke up from. He says, well, we'll see how your adopted sire handles things. But when he fails you, you can always come back to me. Uh, and I'm going to need you to make a roll real quick. Because she's trying to do something. Because she is a bit, she is the person that everybody but Mary, that Mary Sue thought Morgana was. Yeah. Um, can you roll intelligence plus resolve? Plus one. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? It got loud for a second. Intelligence and resolve plus one. Are you comfortable with that level of success? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Sorry, microwave's going one second. Of course the microwave is going with that kind of cooked success it has to be. Are you saying there's something fishy? Oh, oh yeah, there's Vinny. Vinny. He's fishy. These dice are bullshit. I mean, five successes on eight dice isn't that unreasonable. Four would be average. Yeah, it's just one above average. It's fine. Nothing is fishy going on here. So she speaks her little phrase about art. And you hear it, like it comes through, but you hear almost like a double speak. Almost as if the sounds that you are hearing are not matching with what her lips are saying. And what you hear in your mind is something along the lines of he's going to take advantage of you. I am your only hope for being safe. And you feel it being pressed into your psyche, into your mind as she's continuing the conversation. Would you like to spend a point of willpower to prevent this almost post-hypnotic suggestion from taking root? Yes. Okay. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.